Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of the Freak Show Podcast. I am your host, Asian Persuasion. Oh no, he took it over. He took it. I'm Asian Asian. I am Asian Persuasion. And I'm And with me is my co-host, Burly Burnt Bacon. I'm so confused. I'm lost. Good. That's that's just exactly how I like it to be when you are lost. Oh, man. Okay, so, this week is going to be a crazy week. I didn't even know how to advertise this. So, uh, can I just run you guys through exactly how all of these things happened? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so, what happened was, I wanted to do, um, I, Kim actually found this book and this information on things basically just not talked about a lot. And um, I love uh, crime syndicates and cults and all this stuff, so I'm looking into it. And something that came up was the Cornbread Mafia, right? Which was this giant explosion of, you know, pot in America, um, and then they got caught in the 1980s, right? So we're going to talk about that. But then, so that was in Bardstown in Nelson County and in Marion County in central Kentucky, right? Yes. So then I'm going, okay, biggest pot bust, all this stuff. Then I find another gang that there is barely any information online that is connected to murders and disappearances that we're going to talk about. Then I figure out that there might have been a money laundering scheme in the area. That's always fun. Where there was a place... That was owned by a church that was bought and made into a new age cult. Yeah. And then eventually also there was another group of people that started a UFO cult. Ooh, that's always So fun. that might have been connected beam, to the Cornbread beam Mafia. Me up, Billy. You get really bored in Bardstown. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Uh, for, for listeners who don't know, because we all know very well, what is money laundering, Joe? Money? Wait, do you not know what money laundering for is? Our listeners who do not. Know. Brittany, do you know what money laundering is? Oh wait, hi! And also this week, Brittany is joining us. Sorry, Brittany, I forgot to announce you. Hi, I'm BH. I'm uh, broken, hopeful. I still like it. Oh yeah, let's go with a classic. Okay, all right. So, um, do you not know what money laundering is, Brittany? Be honest. Okay. It has something to do with money. With washing money? You think that no. we're washing money? You know I don't. Okay, can I be honest? Yes. I know what money laundering is. Sometimes I watch shows and go, how does that work? Okay, so money laundering. Okay. Kevin, would you like to explain the basics of money laundering? Um, the basics of it is like... Uh, the basics is basically washing it, basically. So like you, so like so. I'm going you, to you, smack you into next week <laughs> and then take Hannah from you. What? Just let him speak, Brittany. Gosh, I'm calm so, down. I, no, no, no. It's it's called money laundering for a reason. Oh. You are cleaning money. Yeah. But in a different no. way. Just just okay, just let go, him finish. Yeah. So like someone someone gives you a fake fifty and goes here, like get get me a real fifty. So like you go to the store and you buy. I don't know, let's say uh, something that costs, I don't know, uh, just, for, just for the basics, like something that costs basically 50 bucks in exchange. or uh, like you, you get you, cash you, back. You, 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 you take, you take fake money, you buy something, okay. and you get real money back. Okay, yeah. Okay, so there's two different kinds of money laundering. There's counterfeit money laundering, 
And there's ill-gotten gains money laundering. Okay? So, uh... Did you watch Ozarks? No. Okay, see, Ozarks is a good... Uh, uh, see, that's what I'm talking... That's ill-gotten gains. That's not counterfeit. Okay. Okay. So, so, um... Have you watched Good Girls? Your first mistake is assuming that, I watch shows. I was going to say, that, that was my next one, Good Girls. H- have you seen Good Girls? Some of it. It is great. Yeah. Okay, so so here is, and I'm going to use that as an example. Okay, so it, on why it doesn't make sense to me, okay? okay? I know, now we're getting on a money laundering tangent, but that's okay. So, okay. So, on the Ozarks, it's drug dealers, okay? Like, so the Mexican drug cartel... Yeah. Has all of this money made out of the Mexican or the Mexican drug trade. Okay, yeah. But they don't pay taxes on that money. Because, gains. Yeah. Okay. Ha, ha, have you seen Breaking Bad? No. Joe, stop assuming I've okay, seen Okay, Breaking Bad, he is he has made money off of crystal meth, so what he does is he uses that money, this is what doesn't make sense to me. To cure his cancer. No. Okay. What he does is he pays for his cancer treatments in cash, okay? They don't even ask where he got the money. That doesn't make sense to me. But what he does is he takes the money. He claims that, like, a mysterious uncle or something gave it to him, right? Or yeah. that it was donated to him. Yeah. And then he goes and buys car washes. And then what he does is he fakes a car washing business. So let's say they get 100 cars a day. He's claiming that they're getting 1,000 cars a day. Oh. He's putting the money into it's, there, and he's claiming that he's that's how he got the money, a, and then he's paying taxes it's a, on it. It's like a storefront cover, like the yes. restaurants where it's yes. like, they do That's dunking. how okay. they're, that is how they are, because think about it, you can't buy a house without them asking, where did you get the money to buy the house? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the best way to do it is, this is how I did it. But my question is this, how do you buy a car wash with money that you can't prove that you got. You know what I mean? Maybe he used his own savings that were separate and then... Yeah, yeah that's true. That or he took out like a loan and then yeah. he just paid it off. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Now in Good Girls, like there's an episode where they're, um, they they own a car company where yeah. they're... Or uh, they own a... Um, where they sell cars, right? Okay. A car lot. Okay, yeah. So, they, so it's a used car lot. So what they do is... They get the drug cartel, to, or I'm sorry, the the counterfeiters, to give them counterfeit money so that they can buy cars and then yeah. put them in the lot and then they sell them and then they give them a percentage back. Okay. okay. Here's the problem. You're telling me the government is not asking you where you got the money to buy the cars in the first place because they were bankrupt. Yeah. So where, how are you proving? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So what they do is they say it's a silent partner. That's what they're saying. But then they don't, like, the government obviously does not do a lot of background checks. You know what I Like, I just yeah. don't understand. Maybe it's just a matter of time before the IRS gets on them. It's very confusing how all that works. It's yeah. a, obviously, that's why I'm not a lawyer or a money manager. So, a, some of it is also just movie and TV show. Like, that's true. It's a spatter shot, too, of who gets audited. For example, my dad got audited this year. Even though it's like, there wasn't really anything suspicious on his taxes whatsoever. Right. But they can't audit every That single you know of. What's in the basement, Brittany? I will always say that. Do you know that story? Nope. I go to Brittany's house for the first time. We're hanging out at her parents' house. And I said, wow, this is a really nice house. Uh, you, yeah, my room's back here. This is my dad's room. We don't go in the basement. And I go, excuse me? The basement door is locked. We don't go in the basement. Brittany, what's in the basement? Oh, I don't know. Probably some of my dad's military stuff. But Brittany, what's, what's in, the, in basement? the basement? I don't know. To this day... You're telling me you still haven't gone in the basement? She's gone to the basement, but she still has not seen everything in the basement. She's never been fully in the basement. What's in the basement? Okay, first to clarify, Brittany, in the basement? It's, it's a room in the basement, though he doesn't like me downstairs in general. So. <laughs> is it bad that Brittany, it's are worse? You, it's Brittany, worse. You're, you're telling me that you've never been home alone and you just like gone in the basement. It's he locked. has the keys and it's locked. You, listen, you obviously don't want to know what's in the basement bad enough. <laughs> now hold on a second. This is the worst part. Brittany, is can it, I come over to your house? To me, to me it's worse. We'll go, we'll go to the basement together. To me it's worse <laughs> that it's, to me it's worse that, that it's now a room, not the entire basement. Because here is the thing. What that tells me is this. Whatever it is, 
He wants to make sure that if the cops came in, it's just one single room. The cops are going to break down the basement door. Now, the basement room? I mean, you never know. What's inter- What doesn't help this case at all is that... Is your dad black? No. No. He's very white. Okay. What does that have anything to do with it? Well, I was thinking, like, maybe maybe he was growing downstairs, doesn't want her to know. Now, is see, that going to be a black guy? Is, 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 is your dad a businessman? Yes. He He's is. A, He's, an tra- accountant. Tra- He's an accountant. He's an accountant. Sex trafficking. Done. Yeah. Okay. Two contexts. One, which doesn't help the case... The guns are in a safe that are not in that room. Oh, that, that does he, not help. That, that does not help. That's like, he's fine. So whatever's in there is worse than guns, Tevin. And here's Money laundering, <laughs> sex trafficking. I've been in the room with him. Do you remember that movie we watched with David Tennant? No. Yes. Doctor Who? Yes. No. Doctor, I've got The Good Samaritan. I have and you been. just cussed on this Doesn't podcast, and I'm going to have to beep it out. And I don't think I can because we talked over you. Stop talking over me, then. Fair enough. <laughs> no, The Good Samaritan. Oh, yeah. I heard. The, the one put I on by all that. the kids. Hmm? The one but the one put on by all the kids with their own like movie production company. Okay, we got to come that back. One. Yes. We got to come back to my dad's basement another time. Cornbread Mafia, y'all. Okay, Cornbread Mafia. Oh, gosh. But it's 11 minutes. You guys are giving me 50 minutes to talk about this. It's going to be rough. Listen, like, I, I still want to know what's in the... Brittany, can I please come over to your house? And we'll, we'll go... We'll go we'll, Don't we'll worry, go I'm sure we have one together. cop listener right now, and they're just going to be like, what's in the basement? Yes. I Joe, gotta know. How, how was your uh, experience when you were over at my house via... My dad, uh... He let me go in her room alone with the door closed for hours. Oh, yeah, we're fine. I, I freaking I forgot about that. Man. Yeah. I, yeah. He had, I totally could have got you pregnant. I mean, I'm I, just saying, I'll like... Say, I don't know if he... I'm, I don't think I ever told him I punched you. So he must have known you were, like, such a dweeb, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> or he automatically thought, hey, Brittany's a lesbian. Like, don't leave that part out. I, you want to offend me or something. It, That's true. I'm just saying, being like, eh, it's fun. I'm more worried if it's a girl. That's true. He was probably pretty sure about that no, uh, back in middle school. No, it's okay. Point. I was hanging out with this girl, and uh, her brother came upstairs, and he was like, "Oh, who are you? Why are you? Why are you in this? Why are you in my sister's room?" And and then he called her mom, and she, her mom was like, "It's okay. It's only Tevin." I was like, <laughs> "All right." <laughs> that is sad. You're yeah. so friend zoned. Yeah, I know. You are also germaphobic, though. So. What's her, that going to do her, with anything? Her mom didn't know me like that. Uh, not just that. What is that going to do with anything? He's not going to kiss her. Well. I, I, <laughs> He's married now and he kisses her. Yeah. How long did that take, though? We are getting so off topic. It took a day. What? It took a day. Oh, really? Yes, because on Thursday at 9 o'clock at night, I get a call that I'm getting married on um, tomorrow. You better be there or be square. And by Friday night, he was macking on her. It wasn't like a quick... It it was pretty quick. Weren't you guys like semi-dating for a while, though? Yeah. Yeah. They had made out before yeah. they got married, sinner. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> all right, now I have less than or now I have forty-seven minutes to tell you guys all about all these things that I've learned, and it is insane. And I'm only mentioning time because I'm so concerned. Those two minutes were your fault. I got us back okay, on track. Okay, fair enough. Okay, all right. So cornbread mafia. You guys read a lot about this stuff. It's pretty cool. So okay, so yes, cornbread mafia. We're gonna talk about Johnny Boone. So, um, what? Can I can I say his title? Yeah, go ahead. He's the Godfather of Grass. Yeah, he is. What else was he? The um, there was something else that he was too. There was like another word. Um, um he, was he Mister Glass? I think no, something no. Like Mister Glass would be somebody that cooks meth. Or wait, is it meth? What? No, I no crap. I don't know. What does what does the guy on Breaking Bad cook? Meth. Uh, meth. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. King of, gro- yeah. Glass would definitely be meth. Oh, good old meth. Good hype and pipe for meth. Meth is coming back to Kentucky. Now, before there was meth, there was pot. So here's the thing. So here's what we have to remember, okay? So Marion, Nelson County, um, 
so these places are so there's so many towns down there and there's so much property outside of the towns that a lot of people just go by county okay yeah so um and there's a lot of um there are some uh like they're towns but they're not like there's saint francis which is technically a town but it's not co-op or it's not corporated so they don't have like a um a post office they don't have a town hall or anything like that they just people live in it and they made a town and they have to go to the next town over for you know what i mean yeah i i think the county covers their mail or something and i don't think they have any cops either so a lot of it's like that because they're Ooh, in the middle of nowhere. Then I want to move down there. Well, apparently that's why they wanted to move down there. Don't worry. Now law enforcement is all over the place trying to find as much pot as they can to get rid of it. That's to no. get rid okay. of it. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so in World War II. Because there's no dirty cops down there. Okay. So first off, you have moonshining. Okay. So during so before yeah. the Prohibition, bourbon and liquor were real big down there, right? Then you have moonshining coming into play real big when the prohibition happened. Yep. So down there, moonshining and everything was super big. They were already doing alcohol. Like they were already cooking and making alcohol before the prohibition. So that was a big money thing back then, uh, especially in Bardstown, which is the bourbon capital of the world. Yeah. Okay. So they were big on that. But then when the prohibition hit, they basically just became outlaws because what else are they going to do, right? Yeah. Plus, back then, apparently Bardstown has always been a town where they just did not care about law enforcement. And yeah. there's so many dirty cops down there, even today, that it's whatever. So, um, so Johnny Boone comes into play in the 1950s and 60s uh, when he ends up starting to grow large amounts of pot. Uh, so during World War II, there was a hemp um, shortage, and so they started growing hemp in Kentucky, and then eventually it became illegal. Okay, well, pot was not very big during World War II, but it was growing wildly uh, mixed with hemp all over um, central Kentucky. Well, then during the Vietnam War, when everyone was going to Vietnam, that's when in Vietnam uh, they started getting a lot more pot. And people started smoking weed in Vietnam. And then they started to realize, hey, this is, you know, something that we have growing in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So they started growing it. And um, eventually it went into five states. Mm-hmm. And they ended up selling over, you know, international borders and everything else. And they became the biggest pot, you know, industry in the world, basically. And they would grow it in between corn stalks and soybean plants. It's kind of wild, wild to think that if you've ever done a weed now, it probably, a weed now, okay. In our area, like those of us, you guys are probably within this area too. If you've ever done a weed in this area, it probably has some roots back to the uh, cornbread mafia. Yeah, that's true. Um, one of the biggest strands that Johnny Boone made was called. Ken- the bluegrass. Or Kentu- no. Kentucky bluegrass. Kentucky bluegrass. Yep. So anyways, so in, do you have that year 1989? No. Is that I, when they were caught? No, 1982. Mm. 1982 is when they got caught? Mm-hmm. Okay. So 1982, they get caught. 68 people are charged. 48 of them end up going to prison. It was a two-year investigation. They ended up finding a little under 200 tons of marijuana plants, okay? Mm. Now, the processed dope was even more, okay? Oh, yeah. And they... And, processed dope. Listen yep, to you. processed dope. Anyways, so the reefer that they found that was outside was even more than that. You uh, were just throwing it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Well, yeah, man, I got to. So the um, so the Mary Jane was found. <laughs> so um, so the herb that they found, that dank herb that they found, guys, 
We're having a pen war in the middle of me talking. You guys are supposed to be paying attention and helping me talk. I am. I am paying attention. She yeah, started no, this. Is not. She started I this. This is why we need this. to start videotaping on YouTube I and did putting it on YouTube. This. By um, the way, uh, Johnny Boone. He actually. The recent news is that in, in 2017 is when he actually pleaded guilty. He was on the run for eight years prior to that. You're ruining the story, <laughs> Brittany. It's a story. I'm just kidding. Uh, so so they go to prison. Yeah. All of them. No one, this is what's great. No one spoke, okay? No one told anything. No one testified. No one did anything. They could not pin a leader as the main person in the Cornbread Mafia. So they end up, everyone gets the same amount of years, basically. It's, yeah. Um, it's 20 years, okay? Mm-hmm. So Johnny Boone gets 20 years, he gets out, okay? After he gets out, he ends up uh, going and they are taking a helicopter, they're going around, they're searching for, for more pot. They find pot right in the middle of the field, uh, and it's a thousand more plants. And before they can get to him to arrest him, he flees to, to yeah. Canada for eight years. Wasn't there like a the car chase he led off to? A- yeah. yeah, yeah. So there was a huge car chase. He did end up getting away. They think that he did hide in different people's houses and stuff. That they they loved him down there. Oh yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I was reading. And I was listen. Like- I'm telling you right now. If I had a pot dealer and he came to me and said, "Hey, bro." Listen, the, the fuzz is after me. Like, you need help me. I'd be like, I got you, man. And then I would hide him under my floorboards. Not gonna lie, I was, I don't wanna say rooting for him, but it's like they funneled some of their funds into like a, the local school skiing AC units for them and stuff yep. like that. So it's like, the if man, I lived The man there, did nothing wrong. Well, okay, so here is the thing. He did nothing wrong. Hold on. We're kind of really on John Boone's, not Johnny Boone's side. Okay. Here. Yeah. Two things. Except for the murders of One, just because something he was is never convicted. Just because something is legal does not mean that it should or that it's right. And just because something's illegal does not mean that something is wrong. I will admit that. Correct? Yeah. So slavery was legal, doesn't make it right. Yeah. You know, pot is illegal, doesn't make it wrong. Yeah. That said, I've never smoked the dubes. And you've well, actually probably owned a slave, so yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm Asian, okay? I worked the railroad for you. Yeah, I'm it's, just like, uh, it's, it's uh, like Crazy Rich Asians. Is that the movie? Yes, it is. Tell you. Yeah. yeah, so it's like that situation. You got a big house. Anyways, big okay. House. Moving away from grass for a minute, okay? What? <laughs> the thing to, to remember, the second thing I wanted to say was this. There were, there are some sketchy things that happened in Johnny Boone's life that, to me, show that he might be guilty of other things. Okay, so okay. I showed Tevin. I showed Tevin uh, in America's Most Wanted video yeah. where they talk about how he would um, take dead animal carcasses and their bones and he would litter them all over his yard. Suspicious. How how he would take how he would take. Uh, guard dogs and cut out their vocal yeah. cords so that they couldn't bark when they go to attack. Yes. Yeah, I actually wrote down, like, the stuff he did. There was the guard dogs that he t- surgically removed the vocal cords to sneak up on yeah. intruders. And starve them, yeah. And, ooh, and starve them. Yeah. There was also, he had fish hooks hanging in the crops at eye level to get into intruder's eyes. Oh my gosh. And no, this guy's like, Wait more. a second. There's more. Are you a big fan of Home Alone? Is that why you love this guy? The rattlesnakes. There's a few reasons. Rattlesnakes? Oh, yeah. You got the rattlesnakes? I got the rattlesnakes and dynamite tricked to like uh, trip wires. So <laughs> Why are you so excited? You're smiling so big. Because this man's a genius. <laughs> because this man knows how to protect his okay. own land. <laughs> so this was not the first time that he has been caught with pot. Okay, so or or moonshine. So he did moonshining for a while. Yeah. Um. There was um, and he did um some bourbon stuff. Okay. So I found this really cool. So there's this scientific thing, right? Yeah. So this is what okay. you do. You take an empty bourbon barrel that is aged. Okay. okay. You put it, f- or you fill it with water, halfway, and then you leave it in the sun, and the sun will bake the barrel and the bourbon. Uh, will act that is left in the aged wood mm-hmm. will seep into the water and make it into alcohol 
and you can sell it for a ton of money. Is it like, a, say bourbon is, I don't know alcohol. Yeah. Say bourbon is like 40%. But I thought you, I thought you, I thought you were an alcoholic and loved wine, Brittany. She's a wino, not a bourbonite. Go ahead. Bourbonite. Go ahead. I'm just thinking about walking out that door. Hold on. <laughs> just just okay. come on. So, so. Bourbon's like, let's say 40%. This process could maybe give you, I don't know, like 5%, right? Yeah. So it's like... It's so it's not, just cheaper bourbon. It's yeah. It's like diluted, but it's still... You know. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. You're making... You're you're just going to, you know, bottle it and sell it as a lower... You grade. Know, yeah, yeah, lower, lower grade. percentage. And that's fine because yeah. that's what some people like and they want it cheap. Yeah, exactly. But so what happened was he's sitting on the barrel and a cop comes up and it turns out that you have to have some type of license to do this because the government cannot tax you Hmm. on taking barrels and filling it with water unless you get a license to be able to do it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. There's no way that the government can um, can profit off of it. Apparently during the prohibition, a bunch of barrels would go missing. Empty barrels would go missing. And then what they would do is they'd fill them with water, and that's how they would start, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's Making how they alcohol. got more alcohol. Yeah. 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 Uh, so they would have to, like, confiscate empty barrels and everything else out of distilleries. Uh, so, anyways, here's the thing. When he gets out of prison after the 20 years, it turns out that during the time that he was in prison for the 20 years, his son would um, actually take over the business. Yeah. And he spent $200,000 on a giant uh, house on property next to Johnny Boone's. Johnny was not happy about this. And apparently, soon after getting out of prison, uh, he ended up having a fight with his son. And then his son ended up getting shot in the head. And supposedly, it was a suicide. It is ruled a suicide. It's not counted within the five Bartown murders? No. No. Okay. Those are different. Those are not done by Cornbread Mafia. So was this when he... I thought he was in prison for 15 years initially, too. Not 20? Uh, what I read it was 20. Okay, but, well, but I, I'm seeing different facts. It yeah. could be 15. Okay, so was this when he was on the run for eight years no. then? No. He was out for a while before he got caught. That's how the eight years adds up. You know what I mean? Because he got caught in, what, 1982 plus 20 years. That's 2002. Yeah. Then 2002, he was gone for eight years. That would make it 2010. Yeah. So, but he didn't get caught until 2016, 2017, right? Okay, yeah. So that means that he was probably out for a good six or seven years before he went on the run. With uh, no people after him? No. Okay, so this was during the time when he was, like, Living, a normal yeah. citizen. Yeah, exactly. Um, so his son supposedly commits suicide. Yeah. Then he has another kid with a woman. And then, uh, I don't know where they got this information because I can't find a lot of it online. I was telling Tevin that. Yeah. But apparent, and I don't understand how they got this, but apparently the mom of the son that he killed wanted to go to the cops, uh, um, after they got into a huge fight. Yeah. And so they find her later apparently committing suicide by hanging. Now, my question is, how do they know that she was going to go to the cops unless she talked to the cops? Yeah. So I wonder if she called or something and, and talked to them or, or maybe, told a or, neighbor or something. Yeah. 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 I was going to say like a neighbor or maybe someone else overheard them. Yeah. But either way, someone, multiple people have come forward and claimed that he, you know, was involved with the suicides. Well, that would make sense too with their whole... You know the what is it? Um, the Omata tattoo. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was, I was um, say. Omata. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was gonna say. Omerta. Omerta. That's if, what it is. If my son used two grand to 200. build a house, two hundred grand to build a house on my property where I was growing, you know, a crap ton of pot. He just I, cursed. Crap. <laughs> yes. Oh no! Not crap. Go I ahead. would, I would definitely, uh, I would uh, definitely be real upset. Probably kill my own I'll son. say, for reference, Omerta is with uh, Italian mobsters. Yes. Exactly, and it's essentially stitches get snitches. You mean snitches get stitches? Stitches, stitches get snitches. snitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the look of so, defeat on your face. So basically, it's you keep quiet, you don't say anything. So. 
if she was going to, you know, say something to police, makes sense that, you know, she winds up just dead. And right. And there's really no information or witnesses to the contrary because if somebody else says, ha, if somebody else says something, then them too. That's right. All right, so getting off the Mary Jane topic, uh, so anyways, he ends up going to Canada. Nothing is really known about what he did in Canada. Did you get anything? Because I did not get a thing. Like, I could not find it. I read books. I looked it up. I did so much research. Cannot find There is not a lot of stuff on these guys at all. There's one guy that really has the full story. And that's the one that that you sent me the interview of. Is it? Yeah, Joe Keith Pickett. Yeah, he and he wasn't even a leader in the uh, Cornbread Mafia. He was just a guy around it. I'll say he made it sound like him, his little brother Jimmy, Tommy Lee, Bobby Doe, Shoemaker, and Johnny Boone were kind of like the big names in this. Right. Right. There's also this book we have. Like the guy said in the video, they don't feed us rat poison because we're not rats because we don't talk. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're not rats. We don't talk. He cracks me up. I love that that guy's voice in that video. Anyone out there, I, I think I'm going to download and post that America's Most Wanted video. I think it would be great on Instagram. It would. Uh, so, um, moving away from the Godfather of Grass. Unfortunate. Unfortunately. Yep. I'm sure Brittany's going to get like a, you should get one of those shirts that they have. Run, uh, yeah, run, run Johnny, Johnny run. run. They sell T-shirts. They do. Yeah, they do. For run, Johnny, run. run. Yes, they do. Yeah. Maybe if I go down to Bardstown wearing that and a wig with normal hair. You can do I some investigating? Investigating. Okay, so now I would like to talk to you guys about a drug cartel gang that supposedly is nowhere on the internet except for maybe two times. The Bardstown Money Gang. Or, I'm sorry. Bardstown Big Money Gang. Big Big Money! money. Cash money, big money, let's go. Yep, okay, so. The Bardstown Money Gang. So the Bardstown Money Gang supposedly came forward after the Cornbread Mafia really uh, got caught, right? So someone had to, you know, kind of try to fulfill the the supply and demand of pot in the area. Now, what's great about this is this. Cornbread Mafia... White hillbillies, Bardstown Money Gang, bunch of black people. So I did think it was funny that there, which consequently in Southern Kentucky, there is going to be some type of race war, even if they don't want to say it's a race war. Part of it is race. Wait, we're having a race war? When? Where? <laughs> Nothing, Tevin, calm down. Dang it. I'll say we're in Northern Kentucky. Don't, it's a lot more low-key here. Don't, yeah, that's don't, right. Don't get, me, don't get me all excited. Either way, racism is racism is racism. Okay, yeah. and you know it's present and it's there. I'm sure Johnny Boone right now was in or was in Canada going, them freaking! I can't believe they took over my, you know, my pop business. Notice how I had to like yeah, hold up a derogatory there. remark or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I uh, in the most recent years, I found about the Bardstown Money Gang. Yeah. there were three guys that were in uh, a huddle house. Uh, which is like a Waffle House, uh, in twenty oh, in yeah. twenty sixteen. I've been to one. Oh, you have. Yeah, down down it's in Georgia, I went to a Huddle House. Since, since I've been to a Huddle House, they're good. They I like it, it better it was than me, Waffle you, House. I met Nimley. Yeah, Justin, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, Alabama. Yeah. No, no, Tennessee, Tennessee, Alabama, Tennessee. It was one of the two. It was Tennessee. South. Okay. I guarantee it was Tennessee. Um. So um. So the Bardstown Money Gang. There's three guys in a Huddle House. Twenty sixteen. They get charged. They're in there. Some old man comes up to, or I guess they're antagonizing people. The old man uses a derogatory term. I don't know what it was. Probably the N-word. Yeah. And tells the guys that they need to cut it out or something. They take him outside. 65-year-old man. Beat him half to death. Sounds about right. Yep. Cops come. Get them. They go to prison. Mm. Uh, But that's not even what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the five... Murders. Well, murders slash disappearances. Yeah. Okay. Brittany, would you like to tell us about police officer Jason Ellis? He was a man. That's all you got? Okay, hold on. If you don't got the story, I got the story. I'll say, wasn't... Now, feel free to, like, cut in when I get the info Sure, wrong, sure, 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 sure. But 
He was a middle-aged cop who was the first murder in 2013. Yes. Okay. Uh, You're stumbling through this, aren't you? I did not write this part Okay, down. here's the story. So the story... Wait, do you have the story? No. Nah, I got the story. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. I'm the man. The story is... He has a canine. He goes and he finishes his day at work as a police officer. And he is going back to the police station. He goes back to the police station and he leaves his um, his dog there because someone's going to take it to the vet the next day. It's the one time during the last like three months that he has not had his canine with him. He gets in his marked police cruiser and goes down the road on the same road he travels every day that he comes back home from work. Okay. He's going down and next to a turn in the mountain that he has to go down on his um, in his car, there is debris in the road. So he has to pull over and he's moving it out of the way and he doesn't radio it in. Okay? Okay. As he's moving the debris, a man with a 12-gauge shotgun comes out behind brush on the side of the mountain and takes multiple shots at him and kills him in the middle of the road. Yes. How do we know about that if nobody else was there? So, the bullets are what tell you that it's a 12-gauge shotgun. Yeah. The trajectory of the bullets, correct. But what if there was something else there that the cop got out for? There could have been. Um, They they found debris. Yeah. um, But yeah, I'm not seeing... It was actually freshly cut tree limbs. So they were cut. They did not fall. Yeah. Um, I did not see that he caught it in at all. Um, so there was um, a bunch of um, different people that they were suspecting, but they didn't have anybody. And then in August of 2013, uh, they found uh, a man named Brant Shekels came forward. Well, came forward. He was part of the Bardstown Big Money Gang. Yeah. Uh, he was in jail and a guard ends up um, antagonizing him. Yeah. And he says, you better watch it or the same thing is going to happen to you that happened to offer um, to Officer Ellis. Oh, that's a bad oh. thing to say. And of course, they, are, they immediately take him into the other room, interrogate him, and get him to talk. Yeah. So, supposedly, the Bardstown Money Gang was in on it. Uh, Now, what's interesting is that in the years prior, there is, um, I guess, Officer Ellis was in on some different, uh, like, raids and stuff having to do with, um, you know, drugs and money. Yeah. 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 Now, some people claim that he was actually a dirty cop. Yeah. But... Here's the thing. A lot of people think that it was an inside job yeah. because it was the one time that he did not have his dog with him. Because yeah. if he had his dog with him, he might have not been killed. And then the other thing, too, was um, they knew exactly when he got off work. So they yeah. knew his schedule. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'll say going for a cop is kind of one of the worst targets to take because, you know... In general, all the cop buddies are really in gang with that, and they're the people that can basically go out and get you. Yeah. So, I don't know what the climate was like if, after this happened, everybody was in a rage, or if there was kind of an odd calm to it. Yeah. Because if it was an inside job, then this, like, maybe they were trying to get rid of a dirty cop. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um... But that doesn't explain the other murders. No, it doesn't. So, um, real quick, I do want to talk about the uh, the fact that there are a lot of dirty police officers and city officials. Yeah. So they've had ton, or they had a ton of intramural police chiefs. So the first one was Mackenzie Mattingly, who was accused of causing. Um, uh, a suicidal man's death. Oh, wow. Supposedly. Um, he also was accused of, uh, or he was supposedly caught shredding documents. Oh, wow. Um, and then he was finally fired 
after using a stolen trailer in the evidence lot for personal use. So who knows what the heck he was Look doing there. Look at Then... Hey, John, boy, I bet you can't do donuts with that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Shoo, I can't. Watch this. <laughs> Gotta go smoke some reefer in my Winnie. <laughs> or some... Uh, I just... Yes. So... Three police chiefs in ten months, okay? Yeah. Uh, Rick McCubbin retired in November 16. Steve Urham was fired in July 2017. And Kimberly Krasig, uh started in September 2017, okay? Now, the former mayor and councilman president... Uh, president at... Um, president. President. Pre- sorry. President. Sorry. Councilman present. <laughs> At okay. the um, at this club, um, was at this club where cocaine and marijuana was seized. Okay, the same right. uh, the mayor was named Mayor Royal. I can't remember his first name, uh, but he actually uh, was um, he was actually fired. He was a cop, and he was fired from the force uh, for. Did they like, take his badge and his gun? They did for like oh. a bunch of stuff that he was doing, and then he ended up becoming president la- or president mayor later. Oh, John Roy, uh, John Royalty. Yeah, that, that was his name. That's the guy I want as my mayor. The cop that got fired. Yeah, that's right. Exactly in the nineties, and yeah. then became mayor like fifteen years later. Yep that that's that's my mayor. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, I don't know. Now the murders of Kathy and Samantha Netherland. Mm. Do you have them? They, the that was see, that was. This is crazy. Like mm. I want to know how. Like, like why on earth would you? Okay, so Kathy is forty eight years old, and their and her daughter's like what 14, 16, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. So not only do you murder a mother with her daughter, but like you murder on a day that she's supposed to be at like supposed supposed to be at work. Yeah. And so like. So, like, just imagine, like, you know, you're, you're going to walk out your door, right? Okay, and you open your door, and next thing you know, I'm just, I'm, like, there, there's this tall, I'm going to assume he's, I'm going to assume he's black, just for stereotypical reasons, even though, even though they're probably... You are the and, black one here, so you're And a predominantly white area. So, you open up your door, and there stands this very large black man, and he's like, I'm going to kill you now. You're like, oh, no, don't kill me, I have my daughter, you wouldn't do that. He goes, ha, ha, yes, I would, I'm getting paid to... Oh and my so, gosh! And so now, so now here you are, like hands bound or whatever, getting stabbed. Okay, and like they don't, even, they don't even have the decency to give the daughter a, like a quick death. They bludgeon her to death, and and then and then the father is all like, "Oh man, where is my wife? She's not at work." Yeah. And so he goes home and finds his wife and daughter dead. And I'm like, that's just bananas. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really surprised that you read all of that. I'm very proud of you, Tevin. Oh, I'm doing the work for you, Joe. Wasn't yes, she a special are. ed teacher, too? Yes, she was yeah. a special yeah. ed teacher. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Mm. Guess who she taught? Mm. Officer Ellis's son, who had Down syndrome. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not read that. Yep. Guess where I got that oh. off of, and then did more research on... There's an entire subreddit to Bardstown Corruption. <laughs> That's how crazy this town is. It has its own subreddit. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Um, so... That's the only uh, connection between Ellis and the Netherlands. Okay, Crystal Rogers. Do you have Crystal Rogers? No. Um, so... Hold on... Okay, while well, you look that real quick, it's like, I saw a picture of the mother and her daughter, and they were both wearing, uh, everybody knows Sherlock, even I do, which is, you know. Which, what is Sherlock? With, Sherlock Holmes? With, n- yes, but also no. With Binley Wags Cumberbridges. You know the man. Binley Wags Cumberbridges. Yes. What? I don't know who Binley Wags Cumberbridges is. What are you is. talking about? Like, okay. Yeah, I'm Benjamin uh, Cucumber. Uh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Benjamin Cumberbatch. You goofball. Exactly. Ben- Banjo-wise. You're forcing a joke that's not there. <laughs> Anyways, they're both wearing I Am Sherlock shirts. Okay. Which kind of, I mean, 
you read about this stuff, but this was, again, this was like... So what I'm hearing is the they, they were in the occult. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They Super hulock, definitely. Super hulock. <laughs> but this was, you know, within the past five years. Like, this stuff was going on, I mean, it started in 2013, but I think those murders were in 2014. Yeah. Like, this stuff is still really recent, actually. This is true. Like, this isn't just... The, Joe, uh, what if we're next? We're 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 reporting all of their movements that that everybody already knows about. What if we're next? Bardstown Money Gang, come and get me. Uh, if you saw all of the other get things, Joe, not me. If you saw all the other things that I did or that I've been like researching and stuff, just wait until I tell you what I've been doing. Okay. And Kim goes, "What if you're murdered?" And I said, "If I'm murdered, write a book about it. You'll make a lot of money." That so is true. yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, it's a because because they're not gonna they're not gonna send the big black man that killed Kathy and her daughter to come kill you and your Question. wife. Question: Who out of us is probably the most murderable? Tevin, me. what do you think? Me, you, me, yeah. absolutely me. There's no question about it. Tevin has a gun. I do not. Okay, see, if they kill Joe, Joe's just another Asian that dies. If they kill me, it's a race thing. If they kill you, it's like the whole. Game I think thing. I could talk myself out of it if they give me the chance, though. I. God, you can filibuster anybody. Yeah, that's true. You have a large social network. Yeah. So I think your murder would not just, like, go down. That's true. I think a lot of people would be like... Yeah, see, if Tevin if Tevin disappeared... Joe doesn't have a large social media I do. presence. No, social, social network. network. Not like, not necessarily oh, like that, all, just in general. Like a social his, circle. Yeah, yes. like family. If I went yeah. missing, there would be a problem. If you went missing, people would just think you ran away, Tevin. This is true. That said, though, you remember what happened when you didn't answer my calls or texts for like two days. Yeah. What happened? So, so Tevin <laughs> came to my house with So Tyron. this is what happened. So this is what happened. So Tevin comes over to my house yeah. and plays Dungeons and Dragons on a Saturday night. Cool. Religiously. It's, it's one o'clock in the morning. He's super tired. He drives all the way back to Florence. And I think there was like bad weather or something that night too. Okay. So I was a little worried. This is why I tell people to text me when they get home now. Yeah. Because he goes home. It turns out that his phone is broke. It's not working. Yeah. So he used to religiously go on Snapchat daily. Oh, constantly. Yeah. All the time. He's nowhere on Snapchat. He has not responded to my text. I call him. His phone is off. I go, what if he got into a car accident and is off of a freaking cliff or something and is dead and no one is finding him? Then also, too, you got to think, I didn't know his mom was living with him at the time. Yeah. I thought it was just his grandparents. Tevin disappears all the time. So you never know. His grandparents might just be like, he must be busy doing something. Yeah. They might not even think to report him missing yet. Yeah. So Sunday, nothing. Monday, nothing. Tuesday night, I go, that's it. I got to drive up to his house. Yeah. So I drive up to his house and go, is Tevin here? No. Has he been here? Yeah, he just went up the street to the store to buy ice cream. Thank goodness, thought he was dead. <laughs> like, I come back to the house, and they're sitting Joe with Tyron, and they're like, like, hey, I haven't heard from you. I'm like, oh yeah, my phone's broke. And we go back in my room, and Joe plugs in, and it starts charging. I'm like, are you serious? I've been trying that for days now. Well, not just charges it. There was something wrong with it, and Tyron, like, messes with it and fixes it for yeah. you. Yeah, it was crazy. And the whole time I'm just going, you got to start, you got to answer your phone. You can't, you can't leave me hanging like this. So here's the pros. If either of us are murdered, Joe's going to be looking into that. Yeah. If Joe is murdered, we have a lot of people looking out for you. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if anyone would necessarily look for me. I just have the feeling that everyone would go and be like, look for Joe, look for Joe. Me, I'd be like calling people and investigating and doing like journalistic stuff. Yeah, we'll, well see. Like, see now, like Joe, Joe calls me at least once a week and talk about podcast stuff. So like, so like if I don't get a text or a phone call from Joe, I'm like, hmm, where's Joe at? Yeah, <laughs> like, so I have wrong. a family now. Plus, Hannah it, would yeah. definitely report you missing. But I don't know. I feel like the cops would be like, he's kind of flaky. He must have just ran town. Kind of flaky. Must have ran town. You got him. So it's like, I think yeah. if you were missing for even a day, yeah. that would like raise flags. Yeah. 
Unless the cops are like, he must have just not wanted to adopt Lily, so he ran he ran away. I'm just realizing I could go missing for like five days before my mom said anything. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, and my, also I'm yeah, bad at texting back, so you would not question if I didn't text you back for like a week. Ooh, that is true. That is very true. Yeah. Uh uh mm. Do you want a system? We can put together a system. I'm trying to think of something to say that does not implicate me as the easiest to murder here. <laughs> Give me a second. You have a gun, wink, wink. I have a gun, wink, wink. I am a black belt in Taekwondo. You are, and that is true. How, she how, knows how, how many, kick men how in many the years face. Have, have you not been in Taekwondo, Brittany? <laughs> I keep a, a weapon both inside my car and in my home. That It's basically a metal pole with... You keep but, a metal pole in your car? Yeah, I could go show you right now. Okay. You, she also keeps skeletons in her car. That's true. <laughs> she does. She has multiple skull heads, and it's very confusing on why you named them and you have more than one. Look, Carly named Nate, but the others, Rosie the Riveter, so the skeleton with the red bandana is Rosie. Henry, I named after one of the people from the... Fo- like the actually the pulse victim shooting that happened. Okay. So there's a reason for their names. And they're okay. good company. Can we get to Crystal Rogers now? Please. Okay, so Crystal <laughs> Rogers uh, disappears on July 3rd, 2015. Uh, she had um, her boyfriend and a two year old son named Eli. Um, and other children lived with her, but I can't figure out who they were or why. Um, so she ends up disappearing. And then on July 5th, so two days later, they find her car, a Chevy Impala, abandoned with a flat tire on the shoulder of the Bluegrass Parkway, which I've been on the Bluegrass Parkway. It's very concerning to me that she disappeared. I've from never it. heard of the Bluegrass Parkway. What's the Bluegrass Parkway, Parkway like? It's it's just a highway. Yeah, but is it like uh, no exits for a long amount of time? Yes, or? and no streetlights. Oh. Yep. Yep, okay. yep, yep, yep. yep. You can. You have to turn on your brights on the Bluegrass Parkway. All right. I'm just imagining driving that at night. Oh, it's creepy. Because I've I, driven it in a truck. I'm thinking about ghost stories <laughs> and getting murdered at night, and you snatch at my hand. Yes. Guys, stop. We all we don't have that much time left. Come on. Tell us about. Okay, so she wound up on the Bluegrass Highway. Yeah, and her car. Car. Her car was found abandoned on the Bluegrass on the Bluegrass Parkway. Never found her. Now, they think her boyfriend, uh, Brooks, what is his? Garfield uh, Brooks. Yes. No, I don't. It, know. I don't. I don't know how to say his last name. Is Brooks it? Hook. That's H O U C K. Yeah, I, I, there's no way that's Hauk. Hauk. Yeah, Hauk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say Hauk. So Brooks Hauk uh, was was uh, the one that they thought that did it, but now apparently he has some type of alibi. Apparently he had a stressful relationship though, yeah. Uh, and they're claiming that he's one hundred percent innocent. Uh, in twenty fifteen, they in October twenty fifteen they named him the number one suspect. Yeah. Um, he continued to deny his connection to the, to the disappearance. Uh, saying that his family's name is trashed for something he completely is not tied to. And uh, it's taken a lot of energy and effort. And um, he can't even go onto the side of the road without looking like a murderer. Um, that is He's never fair. been charged. Uh, now, Brooke's brother worked for the police department and was fired because right before they went to go interview him, yeah. his brother called him and said, make sure you're on your toes. Don't let them talk you into anything you didn't do. And basically told him that he better have a statement prepared. So he was fired immediately. Uh, because his brother told him to make sure you have a statement prepared? Yes, and that, 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 that's, that, that's interfering with investigation. Yeah, you're tipping somebody off. He, these are the words that he said. Okay. They might be trying to trip you up. You should protect yourself. I mean, but that's actually a fair statement. It is, but it's not. Yeah. Nick, his brother, failed a polygraph test. Yeah, we know how Now, who knows? Well, listen, I like I said in that one episode, I keep hearing there are some viable things in a polygraph. It can show if a person is stressed out by the situation you're talking them to. Either way, Nick is denying that he was lying on the polygraph test. Yeah. Um, 
There was released footage from the brothers' separate police interviews as well. Nick has never been charged or arrested in connection with Roger's disappearance. Uh, Brooks's friend was arrested for lying to the police. Uh, the arrest of Danny Singleton of 38 counts of false swearing after he allegedly lied under oath to a grand jury in relation to the investigation of Crystal Rogers' disappearance. Uh, he was a close friend and longtime employee of Brooks, and he later pled guilty and was released from jail after being in custody for six months. I don't know what he lied about. I'll say, and I was about to say, like, how did they uh, figure out he was lying? Because. I'm also not too sure about their... Maybe process. his story just didn't hold up, I think is the That point. could be fair, but if, yeah. if it was another polygraph thing, that's yeah. sketchy. No, I don't think you're allowed to use polygraph tests in, in court. Not good. that way. Yeah. That's good. Um, Brooks' brother... Hold on. Their grandmother yeah. um, actually... Her, um, her name was Anna Whitesides, uh, and... <laughs> <laughs> Um, she was supposed to appear before a grand jury in June of 2016, and she invoked the Fifth Amendment right, saying that she wasn't going to incriminate herself. Nice. Yeah. Um, they wanted to um, ask her about a white car of hers they believed was connected to the Rogers' disappearance. So, do you have any, uh, ideas on what may have happened? I can point you to a certain set of people, I believe... We're not on our side. Wink, wink. <laughs> Man, this is a... This Man, is this is recorded. a very important investigation. This is important and you are being recorded. <laughs> so July 3rd, 2015, Crystal Rogers is yeah. gone, right? Mm -hmm. Disappears. Yeah. Rogers' father, November 19, 2016, killed in a hunting accident. Uh, Tommy Ballard was fatally shot in the chest by an unknown person while waiting in a field for his grandson to go hunting. Was it George Bush? Is I it, hope no, not. No, Bill no. Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. No, no. What? Was it Bill Clinton? Who was the one? Dick Cheney. That's it. Thank Dick you. Dick Cheney. Uh, they And they never caught... Now, I don't know how you can call it a hunting accident if, if a man was shot and they never found out who shot him. I mean, if they went out hunting, because you can tell it's a He was deer. waiting on his son, his grandson to come out. He his was gran murdered. His, his grandson was with him, and they, and, uh, they, dis they, dis they finally rolled out that it wasn't his grandson that shot him. It said an unknown person while waiting in a field for his grandson to go hunting. Well, waiting. Oh. So that's why it's the hunting accident, because... They were pro they were about to go hunting. So, it but an accident? No, it should have been he was murdered while waiting in a field for his grandson to go hunting. A hunting accident implies that a man um, accidentally shot him because he didn't realize that he was that, uh, that he wasn't a freaking animal, and then decided to run. How do you prove that? You don't. You don't prove that. Yeah. Like that is what's confusing to I me. I think they're pegging it as that because I think they the just hunting gear. I think they just found a, a good way to murder him. Yeah. Like, um, oh man, he's going hunting. Oh, I guess I can sure shoot him would now. be a shame. shame. <laughs> yep. So did uh was he ever met up with the uh he, you said he was waiting for his son, right? Yeah. Yeah. So did was, his son go out and find him? His grandson found him. In the field. He's but, the one who found him. And then they figured out that he, he definitely didn't do it. He had an alibi. Yeah. yeah. But was he waiting for his grandson to come out hunting with him? or yes. his... his grandson. His okay, grandson. so... Yeah. Uh, 1979, Crystal Rogers' aunt, Freda Sharon Sherry Ballard, went missing. At, um, the 19-year-old was over seven months pregnant at the time of her disappearance. They never found... Or they didn't find her until August 1983. They found her body... Uh, that was discovered in a farm close to where uh, their car was found. Um, and then uh, her husband was at, um, Edsel Eddie Barnes um, and another man, George Weir, were eventually convicted uh, and sentenced to life in prison for a murder. So a lot of tragedy has followed this family around. Now, on the Bardstown... Uh, on the Bardstown... Uh, murders? Hold on, I'm trying to find be... it. The Reddit page oh. claims that apparently Crystal Rogers... Um, 
what was supposedly murdered by Brooks because she was cheating on him and he confronted her on that July night. Uh, but th some people don't think so. They think that she learned the truth about Officer Ellis and Netherlands' murder. So she was killed um, because of that. And there's no coincidence that her car was found on the Bluegrass Parkway because that's where Officer Ellis was murdered. Was on Bluegrass Parkway. On, on around one of the bins next to the mountain. Uh, so... I will say in general, that's a pretty good place to murder somebody. Yeah. There's no lights. There's not a ton of exits. You probably don't have... It's not a very crowded town. Right. So you can, you know, watch for the right car to come through and then get them there. Right. Right. And then you can drive off and, you know, it's a highway. People aren't going to find you. Right. Okay, now, here's the question. We are technically out of time. Do I continue? Or do we do a part two? Part two. I think there's going to be a part two regardless. You're probably right. But I think just briefly touch on the cults. Just like... Okay, so, uh, Ken Case was a, um, a motivational speaker who ended up he was a millionaire uh, in California, I believe, where he was. He inherited a bunch of money, and he made a bunch of money. He ended up selling his yacht, selling yeah. all of his possessions, buying a big bus, like a like like a big tour bus type bus, and he ended up going around the country recruiting people and uh, spreading his. Uh, teachings of living love. And he was a very big inspirational speaker. How many cults? Huh? How many cults? Uh, Technically, it's not a cult. It's a new age yeah, uh, belief system. Uh, but he he ended up speaking in different places. He ended up creating a college and creating a foundation. And then eventually, he goes to Bardstown and buys 160 acres of land with a... Uh, with a St. Mary's Church found on the property, creates his own town uh, right outside of St. Francis, and ends up turning it in um, into a New Age uh, belief church called the Cornucopia. I love that. But now, how is that... Do we have a link to that to everything else, or is it because it's also in Bardstown? It's also in Bardstown, but there are rumors in Bardstown that... He so he did make money off of the new age uh, stuff. Yeah, and there is a rumor that because it took place right around the cornbread mafia, there's a rumor that uh, some of the cornbread mafia were actually connected to it, and there might have been some money laundering through the um, the cornucopia in order to be able to make um, large purchases. Okay. Yeah. So they basically because it was used as a way to uh, funnel money. Now we're going to talk about Ken, Ken K's next week and about some of the crazy teachings that he had. Uh, the other one is, I'm not going to tell much, but I yeah, will say the this. UFO. There was a UFO uh, uh, called EFC Span uh, Foundation Inc. It's an actual business. I want to tell you how I found out about Ken K's, the cornucopia, and these guys through connecting with somebody on the internet. No, nothing is on the internet about these guys, really. Uh, nothing is really about um, EFC Span other than I had to do a deep dive. I mean, days of research and just searching and trying to find things. And I ended up reaching out to this guy and was able to find tons of stuff. I am still trying to connect with people that are supposedly in charge of the EFC Foundation or Span Foundation. And I figured out about this UFO cult and how... They are connected to a um, a belief system called channeling, and we're going to talk about that next week. And they, it is going to be insane. And you're going to have snippets of the interviews you did, right? I'm going to try. I do not have a snippet of the interview that I did with this woman. Oh, but you have the notes you took from that. I have notes that I took from that, and I'm going to try to figure out if uh, I'm going to try to reach out to more people and see if I can get more interviews this week. If I don't, it's okay. I think I have enough information to kind of get the pieces together at least a little, yeah. but it would be cool to actually hear it from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Now, but that said, thank you guys 
for this week. Yep. Please Wait. follow us on. Wait. Yes. We did not mention throughout this entire episode why it's the Cornbread Mafia. Okay, go ahead. They, the reason it's the Cornbread Mafia is because the uh, Mafia was referring to the way they got around getting caught was they ha- hid their stuff, right? But they also referred to the weed as cornbread when they were talking yes. to each other. Yes. That's how they talked about That was the code name for pot. Yeah, exactly. Was cornbread. That's why it's the Cornbread Mafia. Okay. Well done. I'm sure everyone the whole time is going, but why is it called the Cornbread Mafia? I would be. I would be too. You can follow us Us. on Instagram at FreakShowPod. You can follow me on Instagram at BarelyBurntBacon. That is my podcast page. And my personal page is Castle underscore God. We also have a Twitter. It's TheFreakShowPo1. Yes, you can follow me at the Freak Show Pod on Instagram, the Freak Show Podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can like and subscribe. Uh, please go and comment on our iTunes page. Uh, we really want to get up the charts. Charts. Please tell your friends about uh, this fantastic podcast, and uh, you can always email us at aptriplebb at gmail uh, if you would like, if you have any questions or information about the Cornbread Mafia or anything else that we talked about this week, and Brittany, I am now on Instagram, uh, Jammy Skies with two M's. Yes, I have two posts, but one is a really cool picture of me posing in front of uh, Kings Island attraction, the Scooby Doo thing. And yes, I like it. and I love that picture. It it fits you very well. But thank you guys for listening, and next week we will finish with talking about the rest of the hysterics in Bardstown. Have a great week.